Welcome to Passports and Postcards, where we discuss everything travel, from cultural inspirations to exciting destinations and everything in between. With your host, Randall McKeown. I can't believe here we are, the first full day of our tour of Cape Town. Today, our trip is taking us to Robin Island. Robin Island is located about seven kilometers off the coast of Cape Town in Table Bay. And this is probably one of the most visited museums in South Africa. We knew it was going to be a long day, but we, we were told by our guides the night before that rather than having breakfast here at Belmarock, they would pick us up early and we'd drive into downtown Cape Town to the waterfront to avoid the rush hour traffic. And then once we arrived, we could grab something to eat there. So we all boarded into our respective vehicles. So there was two vans. There was eight of us. We were heading down. And when we got there, we were led to Victoria Wharf and a place called Vida a Cafe, where we were able to grab ourselves a pre-made sandwich. Mine, I believe, was cheese and bacon on uh, white and give it back to the people at the counter, and they would warm it up for us. So it was uh, really, you know, we inhaled it because it seemed like an urgency that we had to get out of there and go get on this ferry. I realize now, after the fact, that uh, the ferry only ran at this specific time in order for us to be back for lunch. So we all made our way to the gates to get onto the ferry. And after, like I said, 30-minute ride across across from uh, the mainland to the island, we had docked at Robin Island. And when we got there, we were all directed to get on these buses that were waiting for us. And then we were giving, and then we were driven around the island, and as we approached certain buildings, we were given the description, the reason of their importance here on the island. Tour took us to the opposite end of the island where we stopped, and there we had an opportunity to use the restrooms, or there was a little snack area. I'm not sure if there was any souvenirs inside because I did not enter that building, but I did use the restrooms. And when I came out, I had enough time to take some spectacular photos of the beach below, the sea, the sky, the mountains, and the clouds. Really amazing photos. But again, then our driver did call, you know, our bus number. We had all board. And they drove us back to the front of the prison where we were able to get off the bus. And we were greeted by a former inmate. He was uh, held there as a political activist. And... Now he was our guide, and who better to get a feel for what it was like to be in jail on this island than from someone who personally experienced it. So he explained to us, they were given one set of you know clothing, like one pair of pants, one shirt, a thinly wove mat where they had to 
lie on that and sleep. There were so many inmates in there that they had to sleep on the floor in the common area. And the whole area was covered with people. And they had to share a washroom. Can you imagine that? You know, I have a hard enough time in the house here with my wife and I trying to share a bathroom upstairs. Thank God we have two baths. But, uh, yeah, to share with a bunch of inmates, that would be really difficult. And there was no heat. There was no blankets. And the guards did whatever they could to dehumanize these people. And when I asked the the guide, you know, if he had any resentment towards the guards, he responded, no, they were just doing their job. I disagree, but... You know, that was then, this is now. He did uh, take us on a tour and show us a jail cell. It was very small. Uh, Not much room to move around in there. And, you know, the importance of this island and the actual jail was that the political activist and lawyer, Nelson Mandela, spent 18 of his 27 incarcerated years at this facility. So it is important to the people of Africa or South Africa um, and, uh, you know, apartheid was squashed through these people, the brave, to stand up and fight against the government with words and sometimes fist to fist. Well, you know, it, when I look back at it, and especially hearing it from the inmate, I can really sense, get a feeling of what it might like, what it might like to be a prisoner in here. They did tell us at one time the very first prisoner that was put on the island, they didn't didn't think they could escape. However, there was no proper jail like we see now with fences. And he just took some of the trees, built a raft or sail, whatever, and he left the island. So that defeated the purpose. But over many, many years, several hundred years, it was used for hospital, prison, um, just a a protection from a guest during the war, uh, to protect the harbor. It was time for us to leave, and, you know, this tour went by really fast. You know, we're told four hours from probably from the time we left Cape Town to when we were to return, four hours altogether. So we exited the jail, and we realized that there were no buses there to take us back to the dock, and that was a long walk. And on this journey, if you listen to previous podcasts, you hear me speak of my wife's mobility issues. So we were walking, but we weren't walking really fast. And we can hear the ferry blowing its horn, signifying that it was ready to leave. I was a little panicked, but of course my wife was saying, they won't leave without us. I don't think they were actually taking account to see how many people were left on the island. But we did get there in time before it left and made its way back to Cape Town. Once upon the boat, I decided I was just going to sit and relax The waves were a little too rough for me. And when I did finally, when we finally docked and I got off, I realized I I was suffering a little bit from vertigo. And I have experienced that in the past, so I sort of knew 
what this was. I uh, just didn't know how I could control it or deal with it. Because, again, I'm in a different country. Uh, not access to medical. I guess if it got really bad, I could. But I just figured I'd try to deal with this vertigo. Made it difficult for walking. But as long as I was sitting, I was okay. So um, we were able to find our guides who, they did not come over with us on the on the ferry over to Robin Island. Um, our driver's guides uh, taking us, leading us around Cape Town, were waiting for us. And as we found them and all of us got together, they uh, hurriedly marched us over to Watershed, which is uh, a building and inside of it's got many artisans that were selling their their crafts to tourists. And we went to a restaurant, sort of like a food court thing called Cooked. The only difference from that and food courts I experience here is that they came to your table, took your order, and then brought the food to your table. Uh, I don't remember what I ate. It's that memorable that I just don't remember. I just know that when we did finish our lunch, a few of us had to use the restrooms. And we saw directions saying the restrooms were upstairs. Some people took the stairs. Wife and I took an elevator. The elevator opened up to some weird place, I don't know what it was, where I was directed to take the stairs down one flight to use the men's washroom. And this one person would direct my wife down this long hallway to the women's washroom. Well, when I finished with the facilities and came out, there was like a walking bridge over the artisans below. And I looked down and there I could see my wife, Kelly. So I yelled down to her, let her know I was on my way down. She let me know she was being guided to the staff bathroom, uh, which was um, on the main floor. So we got there. When I was standing there, I was told by other people in our group that there was some urgency that we had to get to the entrance of the building because we were preparing to take on our hop-on, hop-off tour of Cape Town. So, of course, we were making our way and still there was some urgency encouraging us to catch up with the rest of the group. However, we were only moving as fast as we could. And then when we got to the edge of the door, we realized it was raining out. So Kelly stopped to put on her rain poncho. And again, we're being waved, come on, come on, come on. Well, we're coming as fast as we can. And we did get on to the uh, hop-on, hop-off vehicle, bus, I should say, pouring rain out. Really couldn't see anything outside. We did plug in the headphones to listen to the narration of things. And when we got to uh, Table Mountain, it was determined that we were not going to go up that day because visibility was really bad and the rain wouldn't make it fun. So they decided maybe we can squeeze it in another day. So we made our way back to where we boarded the bus at uh, Watershed. And we are told we'd go inside and we could walk around and visit the different booths as we had some time to kill. We did that, and then there was a certain time that we had to meet everybody out where we just got off that bus. I did a lot of walking, a lot of standing, a lot of walking and more standing as my wife went booth to booth. She did find some gems of purchases that she made, 
Um, they were pretty unique. And then we had to make our way back to back to the vehicle so we could go to the clock tower where that evening we were scheduled for a tour of the Cape Town Diamond Museum. And a young lady named Gabby, she was our, our tour guide took, taking us through the museum. Really wasn't much there, but Gabby was very enthusiastic. She knew her stuff. And after the tour, we were led into the showroom of a jeweler's. I guess the intention was for us to maybe purchase some jewelry there. That wasn't going to happen. However, when we did get in there, they did offer us some wine. So I took them up on it and I had a glass of red, whereas my wife Kelly had white. Now, we noticed that the sales staff were busy with uh, potential buyers, so we felt kind of safe and sort of backed off a little bit away from the display cases, and there were some lounge chairs and stuff, so we were all huddled in a corner, and then one of the sales ladies spotted me. She spotted this beautiful face. She came over to me, we started talking, thanked her for the wine, thanked her for the tour, and she talked a lot about jewelry and the fact that they also have an office in New York City. They can ship. And she gave me a pamphlet. Shortly after that, it was determined that we were leaving. Thank God I had to get out of there before they were going to force me to buy something because that was not my intention. Although maybe, you know, at 25th wedding anniversary coming up, maybe I should have bought the wife a new ring. But uh, no, not then and there. So we were made our way to where we were going to be let out. Uh, with all the security and everything, we had to be together before they opened the door and let us out. And we made our way across the hall where we were having dinner at Cape Town Fish Market. Oh, I was so hungry by then. Uh, remember, I ordered a sirloin steak that came with onion rings and french fries. And I did order a Diet Coke. Normally, I've been drinking a lot of water, but... Tonight, I wanted a Diet Coke. Food was excellent. The ambiance was excellent. And the people we were with were great. We had great conversations. At the end of the evening, we made our way back to the vehicles and we were all exhausted. So it was very quiet on the ride back to Balmoroc, uh, which is about 15, 20-minute ride from where we were. And it was time to head up to our rooms Call it a night, as we know tomorrow was going to be a very busy day as today was. So I do thank you for listening to my my first day, my first full day here in Cape Town. Uh, beautiful city from what I've seen, although it's a different experience when you're doing it with a tour guide because you're going to places that they've already pre-selected for you. However, however, I must say that I've seen enough so far. I am, you know, treasuring everything that I do see. And the trip to Robben Island today was impressive. And it's something that's going to last with me the rest of my life. And I'll remember it. Uh, Nelson Mandela, what a great guy. What a great leader. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's something to see. So if you're ever in Cape Town... Make sure you get out to Robben Island. Check out the waterfront, Victoria Albert waterfront. So beautiful down there. 
And one thing while we were down there, just to let you know, um, in Toronto years ago, we had this, you know, these huge mooses. They were painted and they were being raised for charity. I think in New York they were using cows. Um, but anyways, they in uh, Cape Town, they have rhinos, rhinos all over the place that are painted, painted rhinos. And they're very beautiful as well. And we saw those when we got off the boat from Robin Island making our way to Watershed. So thank you. Have a good evening, and we'll talk to you soon on Passports and Postcards.